You've been recording this whole time. No, I haven't. Did you just start? I just started. Okay, whatever. Did you... Do you know why the graham cracker was invented? The graham cracker? Uh, yeah. Because they needed some type of sustenance during a food shortage from some type of war. Uh, no. Uh, I'll explain it to you. Sylvester Graham mm -hmm. hated sex. <laughs> the puritanical 19th century minister preached <clears throat> that carnal desire caused headaches, epilepsy, and even insanity. To stop his followers from getting frisky, he invented a bland biscuit-like cracker to cure masturbation and quell sexual urges in 1829. Did he not like sex or did he not like the sex that he was having because he didn't try all the sex i it, so you you know how confused people are religiously nowadays uh, this yes. is 1829 this was 200 years ago uh Woo. so lots of confusion maybe a little bit of both <laughs> i don't know that's a very confused situation um so he invented graham crackers for the purpose of stopping people masturbating. So I'm wondering, I learned this recently okay. over the weekend. Okay. And I'm trying to think, have I noticed <clears throat> a drop in horniness after I have graham crackers? And I can't think of if I have or have not. I can tell you I haven't gotten hornier after eating graham crackers. <laughs> no, I definitely haven't <laughs> been like, crunch, crunch, crunch. Oh, <laughs> like fucking. That's, yeah, that's no, that not, hasn't been. Ooh, fucking. <laughs> yeah, that hasn't been on my mind. Um, well, how about let's let's have this question. Mm. Do you believe in foods being aphrodisiacs? Not the ones that typically are. <laughs> oysters? You don't think so? Raw oysters. Oh, they're amazing, by the way. Last thing I want to do. Raw oysters and a, a pint of Guinness? It sounds great. Yeah. So I, I've come around on oysters. They're not great, but if there's a plate of oysters going around and people are having they oysters, just, I'll take an they oyster. Just, they, they're just a, such a sample of the sea. Yeah. They're so pure briny clean it's like this weird you know what it is it's the ocean that's that we get that we think it is from a candle perspective where we make a scent called ocean yeah but it's the actual ocean in hd and you're eating it yeah and it's not stinky low tide seaweed <laughs> exactly on the beach it's ocean. like it's like the yes exactly <laughs> it's and that's filtered, why filtered that's, booger ocean <laughs> and that's why it's so good sure and with some uh horseradish or cocktail sauce or no lemon. no no just just some hot lemon. sauce just some lemon raw oh just lemon just some lemon juice interesting yeah okay um th would you consider that an aphrodisiac well, do you think uh do you think your net horniness goes up or down or stays the same after having oysters? well let me put it this way i've only had oysters in nice establishments okay so there's maybe something about that situation contributing up right. or down. It's more yeah. of like, oh, rough or something nice. And it's fancy. It's yeah. like a special occasion. You know what I mean? Graham crackers I have either with s'mores. Or your family. Or when I'm out. Huh? Or, <laughs> or your family. <laughs> yes. Somebody makes a graham cracker crust for the yes. holiday pie. Or yeah. when I've run out of other snacks to eat and I'm sitting on the couch <laughs> watching Lord of the Rings. I will say this. I've sat there and stared at a box of graham crackers and thought. Do it. No, 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 no. I thought, what What do you eat these with? Nothing. That's disgusting. You just put them in your mouth. They're That's, so good. And they're one of the <clears> snacks. <throat> they're like cheese doodles or cheese puffs. And you may not know this because you're not fat, but we have plenty of <laughs> listeners who I'm sure are, where when you put a cheese doodle in your mouth, you could just let it sit there and maybe squeeze what? it against the roof of your mouth with your tongue and it just dissolves. 
Do you just always munch on a cheese doodle? You bite it. What is a cheese doodle? A long, a puffy like a Cheeto? Cheeto. A puffy Cheeto. Not the crunchy oh, Cheetos, but like, a puffy like, one. Like the, tu- like the tube thing. Yeah, the styrofoam. The <laughs> orange styrofoam, styrofoam yeah, tube. Yeah. yeah, yeah, Those you could just dissolve in your mouth. You take a bite I and don't put know the whole the... thing in there, and it just, it's like cotton candy, but cheesy. I haven't had one of those in years. Oh, man, I, I had one the other day. I, I had about 100 of them the other day. And I don't eat them frequently enough to know that I could do that. Okay, so, graham no. crackers have a similar thing. You break the, the <clears> long <throat> rectangle into okay. two squares, then you can break the two squares in half when you're snacking on them, and you can take one bite, and it just dissolves into cinnamon cardboard mush flavor. <laughs> and it's pretty good. You could also dip it in like a in a something like a Nutella or a frosting <clears throat> or a peanut butter, all sorts of things. You know, you could dunk it in a little bit of milk. So none of this turns you on. I don't think so. Okay. No, <laughs> no, none of it. When um, I'm when I've been camping for a couple of days, no, last thing on my mind. When I'm around family, no. When I'm on the couch watching Lord of the Rings, depending on the scene, but usually no. <laughs> <laughs> so graham crackers and i i'm trying to identify the no i because like it gets in my teeth a little bit you get little pit, bits of graham cracker around there you know how when you have a s'more there's a little bit of graham, graham cracker. cracker so infrequently yeah that that's why i stare at the box and go i don't know what you're supposed to do with these outside of a s'more <laughs> outside of a s'more or maybe a graham cracker crust for a pie i don't know how these things sell and that's legit what i think it's for those two things and i yeah okay yeah, but you gave me a huge list of like Nutella and peanut butter. Well, and you dip I mean, this. besides that, dipping them in things, it's I, like a barely cinnamon flavored chunk of cardboard. I didn't think you could like dip it. Sure, you can. They, it I, makes I, that, nice, clean little rectangles. I feel like we're getting a little off topic about the idea that this would distract somebody from their horniness. Maybe in eighteen twenty nine, I am so horny and I don't know what to do. And Alexander, that's why I don't understand like why they were so against masturbation back then. Because it's a sin. Why is it a sin? Because it's bad. Why is it bad? Because it's a sin. <laughs> <laughs> I gotcha. You win. You you won. Uh, uh, evil eradicated. And then Alexander Graham Cracker runs up <clears throat> and he's like, here, take this. It'll cure you. Uh, and then, oh, no, no, no. oh, yeah, no, I'm good. I don't I don't feel like I don't, I don't feel like it anymore. <laughs> It clogged gone. my arteries, and now I don't have enough blood flow to get an erection. I don't think so, they're that unhealthy. Graham crackers? Yeah. You think that full organic from the earth product <laughs> that you consume? Yeah, that you pluck off the graham cracker vine. Yes. <laughs> is good for you? Not good for you. But like, as you think far it's as, not harming you? <laughs> as far as bagged or boxed snacks go, it's probably not the worst. Sugar, sodium, fat, I guarantee you it's at an unhealthy level for at least two of those three things. Probably sugar. Yeah, you're right. Yeah. Well, okay. I mean, uh, my standards are also way lower than yours. So I was going to say, my huge snack right now that I go into is dried apple skins because the the regular, (laughs) the inside of the part of the apple contains too much sugar. So the skins is where you get all the protein and the nutrients. (laughs) Go ahead. Tell us what. I was just going to say a pineapple. Because you can buy a whole pineapple for like three bucks, dice it up and get a week's worth of pineapple. That's for pretty good. Uh, we've yeah. been doing watermelon. I have a watermelon. Watermelon is like seven bucks though. Yeah, for it's a whole a watermelon. Bit more we've expensive. been doing a quarter at a time, which is like three bucks. So yeah, that's uh, yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, uh, we just went through a watermelon this week. About to chop up the pineapple. 
Let's go. <laughs> I'm very good at chopping up a watermelon. What is your watermelon chopping technique? Uh, and how horny does it make you? <laughs> um, you know what? I will. Okay, you know what? Fruit. Strawberries? No, not strawberries. Strawberries are linked to sexy have, time. Have you ever... This might be very graphic, so for those of you who don't want to hear the following, close your ears. Have you ever eaten an orange? Like, especially, like, the slices? Like, like a slice of an orange? A bit aggressively? <laughs> How do you cut your watermelon, please? <laughs> well, we're talking about oranges. Like, I guess we are now. Oh, so you want, okay, I didn't tell you my watermelon technique. To answer your question, have you ever eaten a slice of a watermelon in a rind aggressively? <laughs> yes, and you are not going to make the noise right now. <laughs> That I know is the next thing on your tongue. And you know, it's just like, it's there's so much like... Don't. <laughs> I can see the noise. I wasn't going to do the it's noise. It's moving forward through your face. I wasn't going to do the noise. I was going to say, there's so much fluid in watermelons. You know what I mean? And just when you eat it aggressively, and you got to just... like, <laughs> It gets everywhere, right? Like, yeah. you got to like... Wipe your face off, you know. Yes, like, one of those. That is the end of the metaphor. We don't need to go any farther. <laughs> but how do you cut your? Watermelon? I cut it in half, uh, yes. likewise. So likewise, like, a, like it's with a big chop. So it flops on its sides. Yeah, and then I take one side, and then what I do with that is that I then cut that in half. Okay, cool. So then I have two halves. Yeah. So if essentially I quarter it lengthwise. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then in there, I take the lengthwise quarter. Yep. I rotate it so it goes left to right. Yeah. So you so you got a boat. Yeah, a little boat. Yeah. And then I take my knife and I go across horizontally. I go bop, 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 bop. And I make my, and you do slices. Make my wedges. And then I get my farmer knife. And then from there, oh. I stick it on the far rind side. And I just go. And I oh, go and you cut it all out at once? And then what you do is that you put that knife. Once you, once you do a cut, you then put it at the very bottom. Well, you do it both sides. You essentially cut the, the, the meat out of the rind <laughs> after you like sliced it into like like slices going yeah. left to right yeah and then what you do actually is that when you put the knife underneath where you cut uh where you cut it off the rind all you do is twist it and it goes pop huh. and the whole thing just comes out that's fun yeah that's cool yeah. uh i do it very similar okay. uh cut it in half cut it in quarters okay lay it down like a boat chop oh. it into slices wait wait do you cut through the rind because i don't cut through the rind oh i do i see i keep it in the rind and i just go like Again, like oh, thump, 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 thump. Yep. Okay, cool. Yeah. No, I cut all the way through the rind, which is oh. pretty tough. Uh, That's why I don't do it. Then I cut them all up. And then this part also takes a little bit longer. So I might try to adapt to your style. I lay each wedge out and then I chop. So like, so mm -hmm. now that you've quartered, the meat is at a 90 degree angle. It's the triangle. You got It's the triangle. Yeah. You got the 90 degree angle of meat and then a rounded other edge. Mm -hmm. uh, the rounded edge, I cut into the meat so it makes like a square but then you still have like a corner up there of rind and i just cut chop that corner diagonally so i make three cuts uh and then i have a nice like square of meat with like a little corner missing and then i chop that into cubes and i put the all the cubes into a big uh into a big bowl ah so see that's how you eat you we eat, eat it cubes. in cubes yeah because you could just fork mouth you know fork, what i mouth, do and i don't have to be a fucking nasty monster with my gross metaphors about <laughs> it i could eat nicely <laughs> like a civilized human i take a fork and i take the big chunk that i got out oh my god <laughs> and i hold it up like a caveman <laughs> and i 
I don't think cavemen eat upside down watermelon. And I just like eat it like like that. Yeah. All right. <laughs> like a big meat popsicle. <laughs> yes. Yes. Basically. Um, that sounds like a lot of work to cut it. You should, but it's because I think but it's fun. It's it. therapeutic. I think it's because you cube it. For me, it's, yeah, it's just the the boat left to right, the slice to the rind, fun, and then I fun. I cut the meat out the rind, and then Got like it. I pop them. Cool. Um, yeah. You wrote down something interesting in the note. That, Did I? Yeah. Whatever. You. I mean, you wrote a few. I don't remember. Um, you wrote down minions. Why? <laughs> Did you actually see it? No. No. Okay. Oh, no. I forgot. I never cleared up that that was a joke. You were making a bunch of comments about minions. And I was like, dude, give it a chance. It was so funny. <laughs> and you just disliked that message. And I moved on with my day. I did not see that fucking movie. <laughs> it grossed like the highest on the weekend. Yeah. Easily. It, it unseated. Uh, I, I think it was Maverick was still number one or was Dominion, it? maybe Jurassic World. Oh, it blew Jurassic World out the water. Oh yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. So, what what are your thoughts on it? Why? When did Minions first come out? Like, what like what was their origin story? Was Despic- there a movie called Minions, or were they like a side character of a main movie? Despicable Me. Okay, so they were a side character of Despicable Me. Yes, and then Despicable Me two, and then <clears> Despicable <throat> Me three, and then this is Minions. I think there was a movie called Minions, and then this is Minions: The Rise of Gru. Or this might be the first one. I'm not sure because this movie was supposed to come out in early 2020. This movie has been delayed more than Top Gun Maverick. So. I hate this movie. (laughs) What's going on? Are you seeing clips from it or articles about it? I just. I think it's because they've become the Facebook mom icon. They've become the worst meme. Yes. Yeah. And I don't understand. I think a lot of that is irony. Yeah. Uh, nope. You think it's genuine? Yep. Fans of Minions are going. I in. work with a lot of genuine fans of Minions, and I, it's not ironic. Minions are very, very popular. Why? Because Bibu Babu Banana. That's pretty funny. What? That's pretty funny, Dubs. And they have big, dumb faces. And they look and they, the slapstick and they bounce off the walls. Is that what it is? It's just it's it's it's, it's the new Stooges and that's all it is. It's wor- It's worse. It's worse. The Stooges were real people choreographed and would do like new things. This is just their dumb little jelly beans. It's basically Fall Guys. It's the Fall Guys video game, but they have lines. <laughs> and it's a movie, not a video game. Fall Guys is definitely based off of minions of just these little jelly bean like dudes who don't have very good coordination and they fall over a lot and they make dumb little cute noises. That's it. That's it. That's it. It's remember the the MySpace humor of like, LOL, I'm so random. I'm a potato. Do you remember that whole thing? No. Oh, man. <laughs> you missed out. That was like the middle age, middle, not middle age, <laughs> middle school girl type of I'm so random humor. Um, and then now there's a bunch of moms <laughs> and the minions are funny and cute. And they they had a very good uh, like GIF marketing team. They made a lot of minions GIFs. Uh, with those old like sparkly MySpace texts. That's that's the I don't understand. 
Sell me on minions. No. Sell that's me. not my job. You Don't put that on me. Sell me on minions. No. You're not gonna like it. I'm not gonna like it. I'm. A- <laughs> I'm, you're making me a salesman for something I don't want to sell to something who doesn't want to buy it. You know what this it's feels not, like to it's me? It's not for us, you know? No, but like, no, 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 no. But it's like, if I had in one hand the old man in the sea. <laughs> the book. Yes. Yeah. And in the other hand, I had the big red fire truck coloring book. Okay. <laughs> And I had these both classics <laughs> and I had these two options to push to to major release of a publication. Yeah. In a proper society. Oh, man. Here we go. The old man in the sea. Yeah. Would understandably have more appreciation and fandom from older people than the big red fire truck coloring book. Yeah. But for some reason, <laughs> people so reductive. people my age and up, yeah, prefer and love the big red fire truck coloring book. Yeah, and I just don't understand why. I mean, because as somebody who has read The Old Man in the Sea, yeah, that is a fantastic book. Sure, that is a book worthy more of your time and money, sure, and energy than the big red fire truck. I mean, what's the what's the the man in the sea movie side of this metaphor? The big red truck is obviously minions, but what's the man in the sea? Is that like Schindler's List? No, there's no, not no, enough no, no, Schindler's no. List memes we, on we Facebook. Could, we could we could put that into something a little bit more uh, recent, I guess. Um, I, I I I feel like I only see very specific movies, so I wouldn't though. Lady Bird. Sure. That was like two years ago. I thought that. Yeah, that's the most recent. Like no, but that's that's like. <laughs> I'm not saying it has to be like a Cannes Film Festival award winning, fucking thing. It doesn't have to be that. It just it's. Let me put it this way: mm. if Minion somehow outdoes at the box office Top Gun Maverick, mm. I will have. What little faith I have left of our society. Well, hold on now. Top Gun Maverick is like six weeks old or something. Or older. It came out in May 27th. Okay, so... <laughs> six weeks old. Yes. Um, it's, it's run its course. It's time for a new movie to come out. And stuff like this happens all the time. Where like the, the Clifford the Big Red mm-hmm. Dog movie unseated the most recent Star Wars or something like that. Like that's the way it happens. After- okay, so maybe, maybe, maybe that's the wrong... Maybe that's the wrong movie to choose or just the way it's just because it's more than a movie. That's I think that's it's a what lifestyle, is, man. It is. Minions is a fucking lifestyle. It's a fucking cultural thing for gen, a generation of people. Yeah. And if you were in single digits or maybe even like early teens, I get it. But when you're around my age and older and you're like, oh, the minions. Yeah. I, I just there's something I don't know. I, I I don't know how to word this. I don't know how to word this, but it's just it's it's <laughs> I can word it's it me, for you. <laughs> it's me saying, you know what? Hey, hey, uh, Chris. Yeah. W- let's have a night together, and let's 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 not podcast. We're just gonna hang out and be friends. We're just gonna have a good time. What would you rather do? Uh, I know <laughs> you love bad metaphor. <laughs> graham crackers. Yeah. We could have a night of graham crackers, and or 
if you want, there's this really nice place, this really nice steakhouse that I think you've been you've been to, and you I think you liked it. Would you want to go there instead? Which one is more your style? And you went, dude. I fucking love graham crackers. They're amazing. I can't get over just that cinnamon sugar. I just can't. Let's have graham crackers. And I would say, okay, there is a steakhouse, a very like good, well-known, respectable, busy steakhouse that we could go to and we could treat ourselves to like a really nice experience, no, a much better experience. This is another a bad higher metaphor. Elevated. Why? Bad, Why? bad metaphor. Why? Because you're saying that it's it's wrong for someone to just like graham crackers. No, no I think it's wrong to like graham crackers as much as you would to prefer it over something that's clearly better than but it. But you don't know that Minions fans prefer Minions over something else. <laughs> like, <laughs> unless you have right. anecdotes, no, unless you have you know receipts what? of right. conversations that you're happened right. where someone says, Mom, I want to watch a movie with you. I would really like to watch Dune. It's on HBO Max. <laughs> and she goes, no, I want to watch Minions. It's also on HBO I Max. I guess with that mindset, who am I to judge people who love drinking their own piss? Jesus right? Christ. Like, because I want I want to be, watch their the fans of drinking their piss. Who am I to say? Maybe that is their thing. Have you ever seen any of the Despicable Me movies? Uh, I saw, I think, the first one. Yeah. Steve like, Carell is the tall. Steve Carell is the guy yeah. with the big nose, yeah. and he adopts yeah. the three kids. And I and fucking hated it, and I didn't. Sure. Well, remember he had a bunch of minions that worked in his lab? Yes. Yeah, those are his minions. Yes. They were dumb and stuff. He created them or something. Or maybe he didn't, I don't know the, what the backstory, what the canon lore is for minions, <laughs> where they <laughs> came from. Um, <clears throat> yeah, it was, I don't know. They they caught on. They were dumb. They were like the dumb thing that gets added into a movie. It's like, what if Porgs took off from Star Wars, episode eight? I'd be very upset. Sure. But like Porgs, if, if maybe they were just a little bit funnier, they had a little bit more personality and people are like, oh, those Porgs are so funny. And then in the next Star Wars movie, they had to include Porgs because they that Porgs really resonated right. with audience. And then people, <laughs> uh, maybe, this is how Minions happen, so don't okay. laugh. No. <laughs> You're laughing at a modern tragedy right now. True, I'm sorry. Continue. And then uh, Porgs memes took off, gifts and beeboo beeboo, happy birthday, huh. like on Facebook and things like that. But instead it was Porgs and be like, happy birthday. Uh, and then they made a Porgs origin story movie that was just all about the Porgs. We got rid of the stupid Star Wars, and now it's just all Porgs. Um, that's what it is. When I see a minion gif, when yeah. I'm looking for a gif to send somebody, I get physically, I get upset. I'm now exclusively reacting to you with minions gifs. <laughs> <laughs> like, I'll look up, I'll do some type of gif search for excited, and I'll see the one with the three of them just like... <laughs> shaking and screaming and i'm yeah. just like you fucking why would i send that it, i'm not judging people for liking minions they're I'm like judging minions and the people who have elevated minions to this cultural status of where they stand they're like emojis because you search excited you there search a sad fucking emoji movie you search you search <laughs> nervous you search angry there's gonna be a minions reaction to all of that and they're maybe designed that way they're like hey we need more um we need more like reactions from the minions in this movie so people can make more gifts. Shits Creek did something very not similar. They made the show that they made, but they uh, marketed it by making all those gifts. Like when you search gifts, you see things from Shits Creek all the time. You see David and Moira and 
uh, and Alexis and things like that all the time. Uh, it's because they push so hard to make custom, really high quality Shit's Creek gifts and put them everywhere. So everybody's reacting like, what is that from? That girl like flipping her hair and stuff like that. Or these like and really you funny the tag in the lower corner. Shit's Creek, Shit's Creek, Shit's Creek. And that's how people, that's how a lot of people got to like get into it and f- prove that it was funny. Cause look how funny these gifts are that other people are using out of context in probably funny conversations that it gets people to watch the thing. Minions, I feel like probably did something similar, but like even deeper of like, we need to make this movie around the gifts that might come from it. We need to generate another corner of memes. We need to have the minions do more things so that we can make more relevant gifts for moms to use on Facebook. So we sell more and have t-shirts and the products and the merch and the new movies. I got an answer for you. Yeah. I, I, I just I did some soul searching while you were talking. Yeah. <laughs> Not listening to me at all. No, I was. But I realized why I'm having this reaction beyond yes. everything I've already said. Yes. I get a reaction to them the same way I do to seeing a clown. <laughs> okay. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> no, but elaborate. Like, nothing against clowns. It's just, as an ad- clowns are clearly for a certain type of audience. Yeah. Clowns are not meant for an adult demographic. Sure. Typically, they're not right yeah it's being an adult seeing something targeted for kids but it's being presented to you as well you're going to ingest this too aren't you and it's this that's kind of the reaction i have to clown performances i don't know how often you see clowns live but it's a clown but performance. it's like don't fucking make me part of this <laughs> yeah yeah or like when i'm like you know what i'm saying it's it's like the people who can go along with mascots versus the people who can't yeah it's that same thing where the mascot comes up to you and like pretends to hug you. Oh my and god! Rubs the top of your head and like pretends to be like. There's nothing. Let's wrong take a with, picture. Yeah, there's nothing wrong with that. And if you yeah. like that, that's fine. But like, it, there's something about people who actively seek that. Yeah. When it's it's just it's nice. It's not actually for you. This is not for your. It's for anybody. It's not it's for anybody who loves it. Mascots, yes. Clowns, I also guess yes. But clowns minions? are typically used for children. What about minions? Minions are clowns. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> And that's how I view it. And I think that's why I have this feeling. Because the way I was just thinking of, like, I was looking at my guitar, which is next to you in the chair. And I was looking at it, and I was thinking, if that was a Minion GIF, or if that was a Minion uh, trailer, what would my reaction be? And my reaction would be this. Like, just this defeated slump of just this fucking thing I have to be forced to ingest yeah. when it's clearly not for me. And it's not like a life thing. It's not like like adult depends where it's something where like we're all going to have them. So whatever. You're going to get into Minions one day. I'm sorry to tell you. <laughs> I'm breaking the news to you right now. You're going to hit 40. And, it and just... you're going to be like, it's kind of funny. <laughs> <laughs> probably you know what i'll probably be so like down and out on life that they'll do something stupid and i'll go huh oh they made me laugh i don't laugh anymore and then i'll just like fall in love with them they're gonna start making like minions uh like (laughs) minions hot takes on like modern like not conspiracies but like crazy things going out of the world of politics the minions are gonna start making fun of all this shit going on in politics and you're gonna see you know what you're like that's kind of funny you know what if they started making them like the characters the non-main characters of something like rick and morty okay or like bob's burgers yeah where they have a humor but it's just this absurdity humor not the slapstick humor i think i could get behind it yeah now we've talked at length about the mom culture of minions 
have you heard about this like new the fully ironic meme culture of minions going to see it in a suit going to see it in tuxes and tu- suits uh it's like teenage high school dudes who are like we love minions we're gonna all go see the minions dress up in suits because that's what grew wears uh and just love it and then people are getting banned from wearing suits at movie theaters which is funny at that level but then when you look into it it's because a group of teens took it way too far and started bringing bananas and throwing bananas at the screen when they were really excited like monkeys uh because the minions like bananas or something like that um so that's they they took it too far they started destroying movie theater which i don't have but that's ironic it's ironic they're not like genuine fans they're making fun of it because of the fact that they look at minions as like old boomer humor yes and that's why they're doing it and then they're like let's fully act like we're embracing this yes and maybe try to kill it with irony yes like (laughs) maybe mom will stop doing it yes if they see it as that thing that me and my weird teenage friends like to go see this goes back to my it's not supposed to be for adults is my point like yes you can take it as an adult that's fine but it's just it's it's this weird forced fucking thing that i just I just, I just, I, it, it, uh, it speaks to the, the children and adults, that little part of your brain that's interesting. That's what Star Wars is. Star Wars is that for me. Sure. That's, that's that for me too. Political war. Yep. Killing stuff aside. No, it's (laughs) fucking lightsabers and spaceships that go. (laughs) Yeah. That's all it is. Yeah. Um, And for me, it's like Minecraft and Zelda and video games in general and stuff like that. Hmm. It's that's that's no, the, I, that's I, the child in all of us. I'm not against people enjoying whatever they want to enjoy, especially when it comes to that type of content. It's just for some reason, it, I don't know why. It just it frustrates me because it's just because it's like it's it's not meant or targeted to the demographic that ingests it the most. <laughs> yeah it's made like oh like six-year-olds will get this yeah and they'll laugh at this oh look it's it's like farting on another one isn't that funny huh and like it's the parents are like oh my god that's so funny this and is the a, highest level of comedy a bunch of 60 year olds who never miss a vote never miss an election <laughs> are like <laughs> i'm gonna make the words all sparkly when i make my gift so more people see it when they scroll through my feed <laughs> That's exactly it. That you just did it. You just did it. That's exact. That is. I will say, like, I I'm trying to defend. Like, I'm not trying to yuck anybody's yum. But when I do see a minion's gift, especially when it's like sent to me, like, in in like a, a work conversation, like you'll send a gift or whatever or something. When someone sends me a minion's gift as like an unironic, ha ha ha, it's offensive. <laughs> <laughs> And I, and I don't, yeah, I don't acknowledge them at all. Like someone will send me a gif and I like laugh, react to it or something. I'll be like, ha ha. Anyway, blah 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 blah. blah. But like, I'll be like, hey, can you, uh, can you check that thing? Oh, I sorry, I messed up. Oh, no worries. And then they'll send a minion gif and be like, me, me, stupid. And I'll just be like, so did you check that thing? <laughs> like, no, I don't acknowledge it. Does it exist? Yeah, I'm. Okay, so we align on that. At the end, at the end of the day, I also think it's fine if you like it. It's fine if you don't like it. That's art. And but if if you like it, don't vote. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
Sorry, mom. I was I was pulling it back. I was pulling back that lever so gracefully. I was like, we're gonna pull it back. We're gonna pull it back. And you just put your hand behind mine and you just fucking shoved it back down all the way. We got this. Yeah. No fear. No fear. Chunk all the way down. Just I think we've closed the book that's the that's book. the answer to your that's question the answer minions why on that's the answer <laughs> fucking move it on um we haven't talked about strange things you and i oh. have literally not even talked off air about strange yes things. We... do we even talk about episodes one through seven on this nope. show oh my god let's break it down season four actually in no the books. We, we talked a little bit about it because you explained vecna to me Oh, as like a real the hierarchy D&D of D and D. Yeah, you know what's so interesting about that? Yeah. So, spoilers for season spoiler four alert for Stranger Things. Stranger spoiler Things. alert! Spoiler alert! I remember explaining, uh, Demogorgon, yes. God, yes, uh, Mind Flayer, Chump, mm-hmm. Vecna, General, very famous Lich, or like lich, yeah, Demigod. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, has turned himself into a god. And I think those are like the three named D&D things that we've had to deal with. There's like demo dogs and demo bats, but that's just a spinoff of what the kids called Demogorgon. Right. Um, and I was like, that doesn't make sense. Like the show is saying that the mind flayers, blah, blah, blah. And Vecna is his five star general or whatever. Right. And then we find out in episode nine, I think it was in the finale that Vecna got sent to the upside down found the mind flayer it had some cool powers and he controlled it mm-hmm. so the guy who we thought was in charge the mind flayer is like vecna's puppet or maybe yes. they're like working together or, working or together something like that yeah something. they have yeah. similar motives yeah which i'm kind of up in the air about i think that's cool that like he designed it in the image of a spider because young henry creel had an obsession with spiders yep. and things like that yeah but i also i liked the eldritch horror of what the fuck even is the mind flayer like it's attacking will and it wants to take over the world but we don't know what it even is or what it wants it's just coming for you so True. that's kind of scary yes, yes, yes but now we know that it's it's a deranged kid who has psychic abilities who's harnessing this magical smoke <laughs> and that's what it is so but maybe but, there's still more to it but here's the thing the magical smoke it's alive though right that's the thought i think process. so yeah it's sentient i saw a video that like did a quick 30 30 second summary of just hey getting you up to speed and they referenced all the stuff early on from like season one that they were saying when this happened that was this oh. so like in, you know the clock chime yeah it plays in the very first season yeah they had the clock chime going all the way back then yeah which i've heard about but i haven't seen yep. videos of it did yep. you see clips of it yep is and it like literally the clock chime it's not the same speed but you yeah. hear it you hear the dong. Dong. Like you <laughs> hear it cool. echoing and it's just oh shit so like vecna is doing some stuff yes and then they did the mind flare stuff and they're like do you remember this part and then they, like, they tied that and it was just <sighs> Oh shit! Like, like all the small details are coming back. Together. I really want to rewatch seasons one through three now. Now that we like so many of those like what the fuck questions are answered now, but now we still have questions about like specific things. Like, okay, but where is the upside down? Like, what is that? Or why does it look like Hawkins from nineteen eighty three yeah. and s- stuff like that? Or how about in the very first, uh, the very first season with Will? Yeah, uh, you know how he's saying to himself. Yeah. <gasps> Oh, he kept singing his favorite song. Oh, yeah. Should I stay or should I go? Yeah. That's interesting. And then they played how Max was playing her, uh, her, the Kate Bush song. They have made like music 
and like the enjoyment of music, a theme mm-hmm. of the show, which I really like because that's yes. and like the eighties music that they choose is I think really cool. Like it's not the most stereotypical. They, there was one moment when they went to the roller rink and they played spin me right round. And I was like, okay, that's the most, that's like the fucking theme song of the eighties. So like, yeah. that's a little on the nose, mm-hmm. but it's just in a roller rink. So like, that makes sense. It's a pop song from it's, the time. So yeah, it's uh they're doing a good job of keeping it authentic. I feel. Yeah, that's Kate really Bush is. is like yeah. the theme song for episode, for a season four. That's like kind of a eighties deep cut. Uh, yeah, that's, that's what cool. I'm saying. Yeah, um, yeah. But stuff like that, and then you thought start, th- start thinking of just oh shit, that's right. Yeah, like so he was singing to keep himself safe, or maybe he didn't even know that it was just no, a comfort he didn't thing, know, but, but like, that's why he was safe. Yes, that yeah. theme kept going, and that's why every time he was scared, he would start singing. And <sighs> season one is so good. I can't wait to watch it. Season one was so good. It was season one was like a Stephen King movie or show or novel or something like that where it was kids kids on bikes which is like the 80s trope of kids on bikes yeah. <laughs> running around a new england town uh kid goes well, missing west, but yeah. yeah uh yeah uh it's the west um but like kid goes missing it's a mystery and then you find out there's a supernatural element and it's like oh my god this is stephen king but in uh 2017 or 16 or whatever that was i i think my favorite season so far has been the Maybe the Mind Flare one? Season two? Yeah. Yeah. Season one was Demogorgon, Will is missing. Season two is Will is possessed, Mind yep. Flare. Season three was the flayed big meat monster, Cronenberg. The Cronenberg. <laughs> the Cronenberg. And then season four is back now. Yeah. Um, yeah, I, season one is just a classic. Like, I love that season of TV show more than most things <laughs> that I love. Uh, but season four, in terms of, like, progressing the story and, like, tying up some loose ends, but also purposely leaving some loose ends and creating a few loose ends that you could tell are going to get answered. It's, it's it's also, like, the way season four is woven is so good. Like, s- episode seven in particular. like It's very organic. Oh, it's, it's very organic. organic storytelling. It's rich. It's rewarding. It's, yeah. It's because they don't... And this is the part that frustrates me because... I'm a product of my time. Yeah. And I want the instant gratification of seeing what I want to see. Yeah. And they don't give it to you. Yeah. They drag it out. Yeah. They drag out everything. They don't get back together. They don't have easy communication. They don't get to understand it. The people that they would need to help don't understand to help or how. Like they drag that shit out. Yeah. Until the final like hour of each season. Yeah. And it's so frustrating, but it makes it very I don't know, rewarding, but it, it it's uh uh entrancing. Yeah. Or captivating. It, because it keeps you in of just, is this now when they're going to get it? Is this just now when they're going to get it? Mm. You know? Um, yeah. Just how, how that went through. It was just... And then when it finally happens, it's so rewarding. Yeah. <laughs> it's so rewarding to... Because they slow it down. Yep. <laughs> they, like, linger on they it. They linger on it. it. They hang into it. Yeah. Like, Nancy cocking the shotgun and aiming it down i was like oh my god Finally. and then they go into slow motion and you could like see the shell leave the end of the shotgun it's like yeah. and it's like yeah and also just when they come together yeah they finally get to meet each other like that moment when um oh god what's her name winona Ryder. what's her name uh joyce joyce Ugh. when they she finally they finally meet and like they all come together finally and hopper and hopper yeah, yeah but like they all, all those characters come together as one into the group of like five or whatever and yeah then, like it's it's them yeah and now that now we have our russian team and yeah it's like but like now joyce and hopper are like back together and like 
both both arcs have come back. Yeah, exactly. Uh, and they both continued on their own paths, and now they're back together. Yeah, exactly. That's just so rewarding, too. It's, it's very cool. It's At the beginning, uh, every character kind of has their own thread. And a few of them are kind of linked. Yeah. But then, like, slowly throughout the season, every couple episodes, a few threads will get linked, and it slowly comes together in, like, one rope by the end of the season. In this one, they delayed it even until after they had won. <laughs> the, right? It was a reunion. Yes. Like... Hopper and Joyce were in Russia the whole time. Yep. The like the season was ending, like the bad guy was being defeated and stuff like that. And then they reunite after, uh, which I thought was really good because we've already seen the Hopper last minute re- or, like reunion thing. So uh, I thought that was very interesting. That was very cool. I will say to I I loved it in general. I do have a few qualms with it. Um, let's hear them. Very formulaic each season. Mean? Like each one kind of follows the same thing that we're talking about of the threads slowly getting closed. And then at the end, they all meet and they work together at the last moment of this is exactly when we need to defeat the bad guy. And it's all or nothing right now. And then everybody comes together and we do it. Yay. And everybody does their part. So like, obviously that it feels good. And it like gives you that big serotonin rush when you're seeing it all happen. So like, that's why they do it. And it's still so enjoyable when you're watching it, but it's like, okay, I'd like to see them try something new or like a slightly new formula. And then the formula of like adding two, three, maybe four new characters per season, and one of them is going to become a fan favorite, and they're going to get killed off. Like we've seen that in in three seasons now, yeah. With Bob, uh, yep. Samwise Gamgee in yep. season two, and then Alexi, the Russian scientist, in season three, and then with Eddie. Yeah, poor Eddie. I really wanted Eddie to stick around because yeah. he's like my favorite new character the show has added since season one. He he is a great character. So good. Um. So yeah, that's that's getting a little formulaic, uh, and then yeah, it's but like uh, overall, it was just it was so good. Oh, and then the other little qualm that I have was the emotional like gut punch is like underselling it. Of the, like the gut obliteration of uh, Eddie dying, which was so sad and so emotional, and then cutting straight to Max with broken limbs and she's blind and she says she can't see or feel anything i'm not ready to die and then she dies holy shit i was like that is like (laughs) i've never seen a show be this brutal in this short of a time span at once and not like brutal brutal like game of thrones but like emotionally brutal um a i have like teared up and choked up at things before like i've i've like welled up and things like that that back-to-back Eddie Max is the first time I've ever cried <laughs> at a movie or really? TV show. Like, I was watching it, and there was, there was the first time I ever went, <laughs> like, really? I made that noise. It was so intense. That's the first time that I ever, like, cried, cried. Like, my girlfriend passed me the tissues, and I had to, like, swab away tears. Are you saying that you have before? Yes. Like, cried, cried? Yes. Oh man, I'm a broken human. I don't cry that much. I know. You got to get in touch with just, your emotional side. Well, I recently I have, so I think that's okay, there it. There you go. There you go. Um, it's really just there's a couple scenes from Lord of the Rings that get me close, and then Tom Hanks <laughs> all the time in so many movies. It, okay. My fun fact used to be the three times I've almost cried at movies were one at the end of Toy Story three when Woody says goodbye to Andy when he leaves him <laughs> leaves all the toys with the new girl the young girl. It's like, I'm moving on from my toys. And Woody, like, happy but sad, says goodbye. That got me. 
Because uh, the first Toy Story came out when I was like Andy's age. I was like yeah. six and I had a Woody and I was a ring bearer for my aunt and uncle. And I was so attached to the Woody that I would not give it up. So I walked down the aisle holding the ring and Woody. <laughs> so uh, I was basically okay. Andy growing up and then seeing him like give up Woody was was emotional. Captain Phillips, the end of Captain Phillips. Have you seen Captain Phillips? Tom Hanks, the one about the I am the captain now. The pirates took over the Maersk, Alabama. Oh. The end of that movie is pretty emotional. Mm-hmm. And then um, Cast Away, When Wilson Floats Away. Tom Hanks' best friend, which is a volleyball yeah. with a blood face on it. Yeah. <laughs> and it floats away into the ocean, and it's, it's his only friend. And he just cries out in agony, knowing that he can't swim farther to Wilson because he'll lose his boat, and the boat is more important. So he has to like let Wilson go. Oh, my God, Tom Hanks, what are you doing? But now, all the time. I was going to say, I feel like... Every Star Wars movie, I've, I've had tears at some point. I feel like... I feel like uh, Endgame. Endgame, I definitely had... When did I get tears? Endgame, there's there's a couple spots in Endgame. I think we'll do it. Endgame... You've okay. still only seen that movie one time. Yeah. That is a crime. Uh, you have a new TV and a big sound system down there. I saw it in XD, though, baby. That shit was... <laughs> That you don't forget was, that shit. You don't. You don't forget that experience, man. You fucking don't. Um, what? What? Oh, 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 oh. Right when they charged after portals. Yeah. Assemble. Right after assemble. Yeah. And then the music Just, hit. Yeah. Yeah. That, yeah. Definitely. Yeah, like, I, like for me, it was portals because it keep they keep showing you these characters alive. This character's alive. This yes, character's alive. It's, it, like I started feeling like a strong emotion in portals, but then when it goes from like this soft like reunion music to the and then dun, dun, fight. Dun 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 dun. Yeah, that part. That's when it's like it hardened that emotion, and then like it started coming up. And then when he said assemble, that was like says the, Avengers assemble for the first time yeah. in 10 years <laughs> yeah that's like that's that's what it fucking was just like ah for me it was when uh peter parker swings in when they're doing the portals uh and you see dr strange and then star lord flies in and, and drax like takes out his knives then you see spider-man swing in from the back and he his helmet comes off and he just looks and it cuts straight to iron man and he looks and he knows that he's alive Whoo! that's yeah. the one that gets me and when they hug like yeah. two minutes later um that's good um but yeah, Star Wars. I think there's a few lines in Star Wars that do it. Um, dude, the first dude, the music, just the music, pl- just like <laughs> when the Falcon is 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 moving and uh, Princess Leia's theme comes on. Yeah, in what one? Any of them? In any moment? In any movie? In any movie? When Leia's theme comes on and I hear the Falcon and I see it moving around, I start welling up. Damn. Yeah. Anytime. <laughs> Anytime. Uh, Rise of Skywalker, when Ghost Han Solo comes up and talks to Ben. Oh, God. Oh, <laughs> that my one, God. I rewatched one through nine recently, and that's that's the scene that got me. Ooh, that's a big one. I know that's what I have to one. do, but I don't know if I have the strength to do it. Yeah, that, 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 that fucking, oh, my God. Um, and then specifically, Dad. And yeah. then he chokes up, and Harrison Ford just says, I know. Yeah, and that's oh dude, man. Are you kidding me? Like, there's so many moments. There's so many movies and so many. Dude, I I was welling up in Top Gun. Yeah, you were. I was welling up in just the opening scene when they were doing the same font, and I gave you like that erection with an elbow. <laughs> Which, by the yeah, way, when I that saw wasn't your like a hardened forearm rise above the seat, <laughs> my shaking arm. That wasn't me like. Clenching my fist in joy. 
That was the rock hard elbow fucking <laughs> blood. Jesus. <laughs> just, ah, just like that was that. I told you about that tweet. That was the worst part about Top Gun Maverick was when the music uh, faded away and my girlfriend yeah, said loud yep. enough for everybody to hear, are you really crying, crying? Right now? Dude. And then like, again, the onslaught of Hans Zimmer throughout that movie. Yeah. I just, that was such like a fucking, like that was a sucker punch every time Hans Zimmer started playing and I had no clue what it was there. Yeah. Like I wouldn't know what, I was just, okay, you didn't cool. know what was making you cry. Yeah. Just, I'm, <laughs> I'm like, I'm like watching him in a plane and then just like, wow, just like, <laughs> would just like come from behind and just sucker punch this out of my face with just like, and bam, now, now like now you feel that motherfucker. And it's just like, oh my God. Why, Jesus. Why is this so into, like that scene when he's just accelerating and trying to hit nine G's. Yeah. And then that music, just, I don't know why. I was just like, <laughs> like, like, I don't know why I had that feeling. Because <laughs> of fucking Hot Zimmer. Yeah. And that's why when we were done, I was like, Jesus Christ, Hot Zimmer. Yeah. Just yeah, you did. You attached more to that than I did when we saw that movie. To Hans Zimmer, yeah, to the soundtrack. Like you mentioned it right when we walked out of the theater, and I was like, oh yeah, I guess that was pretty good. Well, because it made everything fucking epic. Yeah, exactly. It made everything huge, dude. Lion King, I, you cry in Lion King at the very end. I pride <laughs> yeah. rock when he comes up and the theme oh, comes yeah, back, the big like anthem at the end of the song. Yeah, like that's fucking amazing. Yeah, <laughs> like that's beautiful. So Stranger Things. <laughs> so Stranger Things. Um, I did not cry with Eddie and Max. Um. I, I did I did not get I got I was sad obviously but I didn't cry at, at those two scenes but they you know what was really sad about that scene mm. the fucking song they were playing yeah especially with uh, Max when it's cold I'd like to die oh that's Jesus that song. <laughs> what a fucking choice <laughs> yeah. what a fucking choice uh, yep that was pretty that's like a funeral procession that, song <laughs> that was a we can't afford Hans Zimmer what is a like like a, a, another thing that could cause that effect what's a song that's so sad it makes people cry without watching straight things <laughs> Let's find that and yeah. we'll put it here in this scene. It will work. Yep. Um, the when music. It's cold, I'd like to die. Yeah, the music really got me. Really, really got me. I, I mean, I didn't. I didn't cry at that scene. I was. It was emotional, right? It was very emotional, just because you keep remembering that it's their kids. Yeah. Their children. Yeah. Dealing with this. Eddie's right? like eighteen or nineteen or something. Right. Max is 14, 15, 13. 15? She's a freshman in high school. Fourteen. Okay, so yeah, fourteen. Yeah, yeah. so and it's she's just, dying. Yeah, it's because just, a demon broke her bones. It's just there's yeah, there's just such big moments like that I I didn't expect, but yeah, it was. So those were your only problems with the. Uh, so my my second one, uh, the, the I didn't get to the second one because I said, wow, that scene made me cry so much, and I thought they were like really committing to that, like this is really intense, and then like. The portal started to open. I was like, oh, my God, they lost. This is how they're setting right. up season five. What the fuck? Right. And then two days later, oh, Levin saved her, kind of. And I was I like, know. oh, okay. Like, yeah, it kind of yeah. it immediately took that back. Like, it went full 10 and then brought it back to, like, a because, 7. Yeah, because it was, like, technically she's the fourth death, so... She died. That opens the portals. Opens the portal. Eleven <laughs> reached out to her and reminded her about her friends and brought her back. Which I do get that they specifically said she clinically died. Her heart stopped for over a minute. Yeah. Which is like clinically, medically, blah 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 but like spiritually, they're like people say like people's hearts have stopped and they've yeah. come back and they've had like brain damage or something like that yeah. or just memory loss or something. Um, and Eleven, Eleven brought her back by like tapping into her mind. So like, I buy that. It was just like a, 
it, it felt kind of like force healing, like Deus Ex Machina, like, oh, Eleven can also save people from dying now. All I, I was getting that when I saw that scene, I was just thinking it's very brave of the writers to have Max be killed. Yeah. But understandably, I think unless they wanted to just fucking kick off the next season with war, like you have to roll it back somehow. Yeah, exactly. Not that I'm defending that, because, again, I think it would have been very brave of them to do that. And I don't think they necessarily were probably thinking, well, Max can't die. She's like a main character. I think it was more like, well, Max is the fourth death, right? And that would open the portals. So those portals stay open. And they're going to cross in the ground. And these are portals for war, for invasion. Yeah. Are we just going to end the season and start the next season with that? Yeah. And they were like, Which, we shouldn't. No, <laughs> let's close close the portals mostly yeah but hint that they're not fully closed right. at the end which i get that that makes sense for writing a show yeah um if like the season were to mm -hmm. continue on maybe that would have been max's death or something like that i also did uh, like it wasn't like a happy ending like she didn't save her save her because she was met her met her in the hospital and like tried to connect with her and it's empty in there yeah. nobody's home nope. which either means she's brain dead uh or i think like vecna has her hostage somehow um because first of all the whole fight between vecna and 11 happened inside max's head yeah which is crazy inception um, yeah Mem very inception memory, <laughs> memory in a memory yeah yeah 11 was like piggybacking like tele mind teleporting to her and entering her mind through piggybacking <laughs> and then fighting vecna in there uh and doing like psychic stuff in max's mind from a distance <laughs> crazy um so that was that was pretty cool 11's powers sure are back um yes so yeah they they left it open-ended to uh a vecna's still alive they shot him out the window which was awesome um but then he wasn't on the ground so like he must have gotten away somehow and then uh will still feels something on the back of his neck so there's interesting things there obviously oh and fucking the scene in the <laughs> scene that you instantly dunked on uh will and mike in the back of the van when he's like per confessing his love without confessing his love and then he turns and cries and he sent me that meme of what mike is seeing and it's just basically like a thumb with a bull cut <laughs> from the back <laughs> you that, like that, scene, one, huh? that scene was emotional as hell that one got me close yeah you like that one huh that was pretty <laughs> funny <laughs> I showed it to my girlfriend, and she just said, what the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> like, it was a multi-layered what the fuck? Like, what the fuck is that second picture? And then, what the fuck? Why would someone think of that? Why would someone make this meme? That was something... Um, there's so much I want to know about Vecna and the world and why and how. That's and season five, baby. There's so much I want to learn about the uh, the Upside Down. But that was something that I thought was very much out of left field. I didn't see coming with the Will and Mike thing. The, like, the the gay the like Will the, has feelings for Mike thing? Like, the I love you, but I'm not going to say it because I can't say it because yeah. whatever reasons. I'm yeah. Not, and, and then, like, accepting it and just all these things. I, that, was a, that was a twist I didn't expect to be seen. Really? Yeah, they've been hinting at that for like three seasons, have they? Yeah, uh, when Will really wants to play D and D, and everyone's mm -hmm. like, "Ah, oh, we're we're not really into D and D right now," and he's like, "Come on," uh, and they're like, "We all have girlfriends." He goes, "No, you gotta play D and D with me." And then Mike is like, "Well, it's not my fault you don't like girls." So I was like, 
does that mean that he's just like not into girls yet or is is he gay that's what i thought because they're really young i was like yeah yeah yeah, that's like 13 12 or something like that really young back in the 80s to yeah to but then uh there are a couple hints this season i caught in episode one then when they're walking into school and they're each giving a, a presentation about their hero Will has a poster of Alan Turing, who invented the modern computer and helped crack the Nazi code. And he was a code breaker uh, and he was famously gay. Um, that was Will's hero. So that was another like little hint there. And then he did has, you see season one and think that or did no. you go back and think that after? OK, no, only the that one comment in season three is like that could mean two things. Um, and then there are hints throughout season four. So there's really only like a, a line in season three and then a few hints throughout season four. So I did see that coming. I didn't see it coming until that moment and the music was swelling and he was getting emotional. And I was like, damn, you coming on strong. What? Like, <laughs> and then I was like, and then, uh, oh. Jonathan looking at him through the mirror and like yeah. understanding what's going on yeah. and then talking to him without really talking yeah. to him, which was really respectful. And then I was like, oh, oh, oh yeah. I, but that for me, that was that wasn't a thing. Here's the van scene. So I went from just <laughs> okay, this, yeah, this isn't off. a thing to like, what the fuck is he talking about? Interesting. No, just, I, bam, I, I knew that coming. And then when the conversation started, I was like, oh my God. And then it like kept progressing. <laughs> and I was like, fuck, 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 fuck. <laughs> yeah, that was intense. Um, but yeah, they, I don't know how much you want to know, but the season five, uh, the writer said season five is about the upside down and they purposely opened Good. threads in season four that they plan on closing in five about they learned in season four that it is Hawkins stuck in time from like 1983. There is a reason for that, that they are going to explore and like, what is the upside down they're going to explore? Like how one through 11 or I think there's like 17 kids or whatever, like how they get their powers, where their powers came from and what they do and things like that. So are they, are they done filming it? No, they haven't started. They better get a fucking snap on these. These kids are old. <laughs> and then, so last thing, slightly spoilersy. There's, I think they said an episode or two is going to take place immediately following season four. Like they're standing on the hill looking at the oh, upside yeah, down snow. Yeah. Season episode one starts right there. And then like an episode or two and then a long time jump. Like something happens and then like we pick back up and they're in college or something like that. Because they're like 21 now. They're all yeah. going to be like 21 they're year olds old when they're yeah. when they're filming it. Like, you can't tell me that Mike is a freshman in high school. He's my dad. <laughs> Mike Wheeler is like my older cousin at this point. Yeah. But it's time. Yeah. It's so time. I think they're going to do a time jump, which they said they have a good way to do it. That'll feel organic and whatever. But yeah very very interested to see the way it wraps up i hope it doesn't follow the same formula it doesn't sound like it's going to because if they said there's going to be a time jump part way through the season um that'll be very interesting i want to know so much about like vecna what happened with him there yes like, all that stuff i want to i want the, to dig into the lore he also has a huge hand that they haven't explained his like right hand is a hand and his left hand is a giant he, claw they haven't explained how he looks like he does yeah like maybe it's just yeah like how does he eat where does he get sustenance how is he still alive like, maybe like, that, because the, like, the last you see of him in in that is when he starts trying to control the mind flare yeah that's the only time you see him yeah that's the last time you see him like but until he's vecna yeah and he has like the upside down vines like on his neck and like on his arms and stuff like that so maybe like the upside down like him charge like or something one. like in the attic yeah i don't know what that was i mean we do know that like he's keeping himself safe there because he knows that when he enters people's minds he's like powered off 
Um, right. So maybe that's just like a home base. Yeah. And like, that's okay, why if I'm plugged into the upside down, I can like sense things or something. That's why the they house. weren't stepping on the vines. Yes. Because there was like a hive mind. It's a hive so mind. If they stepped on a vine, he would know about it, even though he's in someone's dream. So I think that's kind of what that was. I thought it was so interesting that he was saying, I, I, I knew I knew exactly what all you were going to do. You think I can't like yeah. hear, hear, hear you talking or follow you or read Which your minds? That, or... The whole time I was watching it, I was like, he could be anywhere. Like they've proven that when you're in the upside down, you could hear people yeah. in the real world. In season one, when yeah. Joyce has all the Christmas lights and is talking to Will, like, Will, where are you? And then like he's spelling out on the wall. So we knew that. And then, uh, like, they're planning all this shit. <laughs> like, they're sitting in a house. L is eavesdropping, saying, like, okay, here's our entire plan from beginning to end. It's like, motherfucker, he could be in the trailer in the Upside Down. Like, he's right there. And it turns out he was. <laughs> so that was that was good. It felt almost like that moment in Doctor Strange. You've seen it now, right? Yes, we've talked about it. When, uh, when, Doctor, when uh, Wanda is like, well, why can't America just blah, blah, blah? And I'm thinking, like... He didn't say her name. Yeah. And then Dr. Strange was like, I didn't say her name. I was like, oh, okay. That was on purpose. <laughs> he, I like how he says it. He says, I didn't say her name. Like he, it's ah, like this. I caught you. Yeah. It's like this. Oh, <laughs> fuck. It's you. Like, it's like that kind of just attitude behind it. Yeah. Just, so good. I didn't. It wasn't. I didn't say her name. Oh, that's, that's so weird. That's so spooky. It was just, <laughs> it was more like, I didn't say her name. Gotta fuck. Fight, it's you. It's, it's you. Yeah. It's the, the last mutual. Person. Like, yeah. <laughs> respect type thing yeah last person i would want this to be yeah fuck so stranger things uh season two is still your favorite i don't know this see see here's the thing is it recency bias that i like this season the most that that's what i told my dad when we got out of top gun maverick he was like how good was that and i was like it's probably I, like i want to say a 10 out of 10 uh but he's like really like i know you just watched it. i was like i think you're right give me like a week and then the, uh, a week later i went over and i sent you photos of the dinner that i made but i made them dinner and he's like so how do you like top gun maverick and i was like i saw it again i think it's still a 10 out of 10 it's just like a nearly perfect hollywood blockbuster movie and there's like my favorite movies i think it's the closest what the closest to like a perfect hollywood blockbuster movie yeah like jurassic park star wars like indiana jones top gun maverick like i would put it in that echelon of movies yeah like it's, it's, it's up there just, it's up there it does movies better than almost every movie it's funny it's engaging it's exciting it's, it's got it's, heart it's got, it's got heart humor it's, it's got humor yeah it's like got action it's it's happy it's sad it's yeah. it's exciting nostalgic but new it's, yeah it's epic but but like easily digestible it's yeah. just it's um Very it's good. like an avengers movie yeah it's like a good avengers movie yeah basically so yes 100 percent um cool. i don't know um Season two, what I liked the most was season one and two to me were straight up horror shows. Yeah. They weren't thriller, drama, action, nothing else. They were just straight up horror. Yeah. And dealing with horror. Yeah. And then as it moved on, it's turned more into something different. Action, thriller. More action. Blockbuster. Yeah. Like they have more, they have like more slices of like, oh, teenage drama and stuff like that. But yeah. it's really... It's there was a I think that's the one thing I didn't like about this one. And it's not that it was a bad choice or poorly done, it's just not my taste. Yeah. Was the amount of teenage drama. Yeah. Like, oh, the cool kids at the basketball team and like, <laughs> oh, the D D club and their nerds and, and then how they're perceived. Nancy and uh, uh oh, um Jonathan and Jonathan and, and going to college and this and Steve and like 
there was a lot of that which I liked because it, it keeps us tied to their lives. But yeah. at the same time, it's like, I don't know. I felt like it was more organic to experience that in a horror setting mm. in the earlier seasons versus the more recent series, yeah. which are more, I feel, action-based. Like, the past two have been like about the Cold War in Russia. Yeah. <laughs> like, they're really not the same anymore. Yeah. You know what I mean? So, for me, that's how I perceive it. It's yeah. just, they're different. Seasons three, four, very different to me from seasons one, two. Yeah. So, I would say out of those clusters, season two and season four. Okay, cool. I'm a fan. Yeah, that's that's a really good way to put it. Like, season one and two are slower, more suspenseful. Mystery, thriller, suspenseful, mystery. thriller, horror style. And then we learn a lot. Yes. And it's, oh, the Russians are involved. The horror and- gets, the horror tut, like, goes down because now it's, we know what, oh, there's demigorgons is the upside down. We understand there's particles that float in the air. There's the mind flick. Like, we, yeah. the, the, the there's horror. There's less unknown. Yeah. Exactly. Which, that's what makes horror movies good. That's why Jaws is so good, because the animatronic shark was broken for most of filming, so they couldn't really show it. So you're just scared of whatever it might be. Yeah. Uh, and like Jurassic Park, they tease the monsters for the first half. They tease the dinosaurs. They don't show you the T-Rex. Yeah. And then they don't show you the Dilophosaurus or whatever, the big yeah. the ink-shooting one. And they don't show you the raptors. They just see the carnage that it leaves. And then they show the lamb leg yeah. fall in the car. And you're like, fuck, yes. these things are bad. And then when you see them, you're like, oh, my God. They're terrifying. It's They're here opening and doors. We, we're going to die now. Yeah. 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 So it's it's definitely... Yeah, it's that it's it's that to me. That's yeah. how I perceive the seasons. And then they made five more Jurassic movies, so it's like, well, we got to see Jurassic World. I'm not. I don't a, think we do. I'm not sold on people shitting on this movie. I mean, it does have a way higher audience rating than critics rating. So, like people, people have enjoyed it, but it's not good. I feel like <laughs> I feel like we should we should be seeing it soon. Maybe next D. Maybe tomorrow after we get lunch and drinks with our friends. No, I can't tomorrow. Shit. Um, Let's talk about it off air. Yeah. But uh, this is good. Can't wait for Stranger Things season five. And when's next that? Week, next year? Nah, hopefully. I don't think they've said. If they haven't even started filming, they're probably two years out. Yeah. I don't know. Yo, but, what uh, the fuck? What? Two years out from the next. Why were. Did I mean, nobody maybe. learn anything from Lord of the Rings? <laughs> I just film watched, your shit and just bang them out. I just watched a uh, a YouTube documentary about how why Lord of the Rings is the only thing ever like Lord of the Rings will ever get. Why is that? <laughs> we'll never get it. It's a lot of reasons, but basically, it was at the cross section of like movies b- given full reign to do whatever they want and experiment and huge budgets in like uh, industrial light and magic and Weta workshop and stuff like that. It's like these crazy things that you can do and like another thing that's more like organic that I guess theoretically could be repeated is every person who worked on that movie gave it 10 out of 10 passion. <laughs> like I want to make the best props I've ever made. I want to do the best acting I've ever done. I want this to be so true to the book that I've ever done. Like they were rewriting it like week by week by week. Um, but this is stranger things. No, I'm talking about, uh, I know, but I'm Lord talking about like, Yeah. They had, didn't they have these seasons already signed up for at the beginning or no? They only uh, had like one season? I, they got picked up uh, for like one season and then another season. And then they got picked up for season four and five, I think. Because they were in negotiations. They're like, five is going to be the last season of Stranger Things. But we do have an idea for a spinoff. And Netflix is like, okay, you'll do that and we'll let you end it at five. They have a spinoff coming? Yeah. Of which? Of Stranger Things. 
What they haven't said anything yet. It is not going to be called Stranger Things anything. It is not going to have any of the same characters. It's going to flop. It's just going <laughs> to take place in the same world. Which, flop. depending on what f- season five tells us, there could be another aspect of Stranger Things that could be really interesting to watch. Like maybe something in Russia. Like we can learn what Russia was doing. Like what their motivations were the whole yeah, time. Yeah, we'll have. Or to maybe know. a show that takes place in the Upside it Down. Just, it just throws. It just blows me away that that like they, they nobody looked at it and just thought we have children. We're going to hit growth spurts and puberty. We need to get them fucking filmed. That's more like nobody learned from Harry Potter, which it took them like 18 months to film each movie that's supposed to take place one year apart. Yeah. And they were getting too old too fast. This show has been taking fucking two years to film things that takes place months apart. Yeah. Season four was supposed to be eight months after season three. And they aged 10 years in those eight months. Yeah, dude. It's just. But I mean, that was due to COVID. But right, I think now they've, they have fast-tracked season five, so they're, like, starting filming faster than they ever have. They also wrote it all during COVID. Because they're like, so, okay, if we can't film season okay. four, we're just going to write four and five right now. So they're ready to go. Yeah. So, so, I was going to say, I feel like the press tour that's been going on for season four, Yeah. I don't know if they're being asked, season five start yet? Like, you're recording? And if they're like, oh, yeah, like once we're done with this press tour, we're going straight to the set and we're going to... They haven't. I always hear about those things, like the subreddits and the YouTube they videos that I'm plugged into. It's like, season five has begun filming. Nobody said anything yet. Okay. I think they have a planned date and they have a planned release date. But... Get to work. We'll see, yeah. yeah. Okay. Cool. All right. I'll see you tomorrow. You will. <laughs> oh. I thought you were fucking with me. I was like, okay, bud. And I was just, oh, wait a minute. Yeah, you, you will tomorrow at uh, one. Am I? I'm not driving you, am I? Or did Let's you Let's talk me about to? it off air. Okay. All right. All right. <laughs> Bye, everybody. Bye, everybody. No, the mic test is going to be about how we need you to do a tough mutter. Uh, describe it. Uh, it is a 10-mile optical course up and down a ski mountain in Vermont, and the goal is to complete it. I'm a firm maybe right now. I'm a firm. I, I think you need to. No, you know what? We don't need to do that. You're already doing this. We need you to accomplish a big chapter of something new, which mm. you've already started with skating. Sure. All you need to do, escape. Okay. What's the end goal? What's the what's the trophy? If we can go to the stick and puck on Thursdays, do that as a workout. Pass the puck back and forth, shoot it on net. Instead of the the garage. Mm-hmm. Oh, I'm down. That's a reward. <clears throat> we got to get you there. All right, deal. That comes off of you getting yourself there. <sighs> Why can't you get me there? Well, I can, but you need to commit. <laughs> you need to commit to it. <clears throat> Sounds good. Deal. Stop playing and fingering my wall. Did you press record now? I, I did. <laughs> <laughs> Whatever. No. All right.